हेलो एवरीवन आई एम श्रुति कामत ये पॉडकास्ट होस्ट वेलकम बैक टू अ न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ सीजन टू ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट इन केस यू आर न्यू हियर आई वुड हाईली रेकमेंड यू लिसन टू द इंट्रोडक्शन एपिसोड एंड टू अदर्स वेलकम बैक यू कैन नाउ फॉलो अस ऑन इंस्टाग्राम फेसबुक एंड लिंक्डइन एट स्टोरीज ऑफ इंफोसेक जर्नीज एंड ऑन ट्विटर एट इंफोसेक जर्नीज बिफोर आई टॉक अबाउट आवर गेस्ट टुडे आई हैव एन अनाउंसमेंट टू मेक So the podcast has partnered with B-Sides Bangalore conference that is happening for the first time in Bangalore this year. They have training starting from 5th to 7th June and the conference is happening on the 8th June. You can avail a 10% discount using the coupon code SOIJBSIDESBLR2023 while registering for the training and conference. We have posted this on the podcast social media as well so you can go take a look at it there or check out the episode description later for the coupon code Join us at Psides 2023 and connect with the thriving cybersecurity community All right so back to today's guest today with us we have Kushagra Mehra Kush is a subject matter expert on deception tech and has spent the past 5 years helping organizations across several industry verticals build detection strategies and countermeasures. During his time at Smokescreen Technologies, he designed campaigns and implemented deception at scale for numerous organizations including Fortune 500s. These days He pairs his expertise on deception with zero trust networking at Zscaler to help key global enterprises and government organizations reduce their attack surface and defend against attacks by APTs. He calls Newcastle University his alma mater, having earned his master's degree in computer security and resilience there. In his spare time, he enjoys research and contributing to the community. Previously, as a moderator at Null Mumbai, and more recently, mentoring students and young professionals. Welcome to the podcast, Kush. So, Kush, in your own words, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, firstly, Shruti, thanks for having me on. I I know it's been some trouble with me relocating internationally to schedule this. I appreciate you accommodating that. Let's see. In terms of my background, I'd essentially say that you know I. I'm somebody who's really interested in information security, not just as a career, but for the broader difference it makes. It allows people to and essentially ensure they defend, you know, whatever they consider private, whether it's organizations, whether it's individuals. And I think that's something that's become more and more important in society as times passed. I actually started with my interest in security quite a while ago, and even with the industry, I was recommending deception and honeypots to folks back when I was in university. I didn't even know my current employer existed at the time. Eventually I met the co-founders of Smokestream. We sort of jived right away and I ended up joining the team pretty early on. I think I was I think I was employee number 10 at that startup so it was quite early on. I ended up joining there. It's been 6 years with the team now. We've gone through an acquisition also so we've been acquired by Zscaler who's now my current employer. And these days I'm spending most of my time on building deception strategies for organizations in various verticals right everybody from governments to banks these days mostly focused in europe and it's been it's been quite a ride it gives me a good chance to interact with customers but also focus on the technical aspects i don't get too lost in the weeds sometimes that can be a bit disappointing because you know when you want to spend time with tech and you have to be on meeting after meeting but it it also ensures that you see you know what the effect of your technical work is it's not just that you work on the tech but how does somebody get to use that to improve their benefits and that's something that that can give you quite a drive to do what you do i'd say in summary essentially i'm somebody who stumbled into infosec and now is really passionate about it all right thank you so much uh, that was such a lovely introduction so yeah uh, how how did you like 
find your calling in InfoSec? You said it was an accidental one. So how did the exploration journey look like? Well, actually, like I said, you know, I was really into physics. I, I decided I would pursue uh, something in astrophysics or quantum mechanics. And uh, then just a few things happened. I was starting to look into tech in general. And just around that time, I had a few personal experiences where, you know, somebody's getting unauthorized access to my devices, you know, on the personal side. And it just got me interested in sort of the digital version of self-defense. And as I'm pretty sure anybody listening to this podcast knows, once you get into security, it's a rabbit hole. You can keep going deeper and deeper. That that got me, first it got me into just casual security and then it eventually got me into the industry. All right. Okay. So what what is that uh, you have been currently working on or is there something specific that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, I'm currently, most of my work is actually currently sort of behind the scenes, right? It's for the, for my current employer and it's focused on deception tech. Most folks would probably know that as like honeypots plus plus, but most of that stuff tends to be behind the scenes. I don't have as much public facing work going on. There is some stuff I have an interest in that I dabble in in my free time, but nothing quite ready to, you know, put out publicly. That said, I have a strong interest in, you know, helping educate folks because one of the things I learned through my personal experience is that knowledge is available, right? One of the great things about the tech and infosec industries is that there's so much knowledge freely available. The difficulty for, say, a newbie or a starter ends up being that there's so much information I don't know where to begin, right? So I've been thinking about that problem a bit. I have a few ideas, but nothing I've been able to actually put together yet. I've been exploring a few ideas. Let's see, maybe someday I'll be able to make something that's useful to the community. Yeah, keep us posted on that so our listeners can actually go back and check what is that you're working on. Absolutely. All right. So uh, you've been in the industry for a while, right? So what are some of the communities that you have been uh, associated with and what is that you love about them? Well, I, I know you have a bit of a global listenership. So some of this might be relevant only to your Indian audience. But I got into uh, InfoSec coincidentally just after my HSC, my 12th. So that's why I was like, for me, it felt really late. But it's early enough, according to most of the industry folks, that yeah, you're still a kid. As I was uh, sort of starting to figure out, um, you know, which communities I want to get in, uh, spend some time in, some folks might remember the names Club Hack. I think there was Garage for Hackers. Briefly yeah. uh, touched on those. But by the time I actually got into the industry, it was essentially the community. And they've been very welcoming, you know, back then as a novice. And now as somebody who's been in the industry a while, they're very engaging. And there's communities and chapters in pretty much every major InfoSec hub, Right especially the ones outside North America, because North America has like a million uh, security groups. But the Null community is the one I've spent most of my time in. I was the moderator for the Null community in Mumbai for a while, but then there were just so many demands on my time that I had to sort of step back. And uh, there's quite a few people doing fantastic work there. So uh, it's left in capable hands. Even I got started with the Null community also uh, back in uh, 2013, I believe. So I was introduced uh, to the community. And uh, I did meet like a lot of people. I've made a lot of friends from there. Yeah. I think Null did play like a major role for me as well, uh, where I got interested a lot more in security. And I was like, okay, this is a very interesting domain to be in. So, yeah. A lot of people. I tell a lot of people, you know, that you learn not just like the technical aspects, because obviously that's something, that's the reason we all come together. But you also end up picking up, you end up building relationships. You end up picking up like, you know, career tips about things that, as technical folks, we don't really consider that important. But then somebody will give you advice saying that, you know, like, this is what you should focus on broadly in your career, right? This is what should drive you. And 
obviously you don't take anybody's word at face value, but you start considering ideas that people put across and you see it actually does bear out because, you know, there are folks like Avkash, I know you've interviewed Neelu in the past, Avkash, there's quite a few folks that they've, they've been in the industry long enough that they can save you the trouble of going through the same stumbles that they might have had. And you can probably have an easier journey, you know, something that they took five years to figure out. Maybe they can save you the trouble and you can learn it in a year or two. Yeah, true. Absolutely. I think uh, folks who have been around in the industry for a while, they've really done a great job at mentoring people who uh, are part of the null community. And I've seen a lot of them who have had amazing journeys because of the community, right? So, and I think I've yeah. also interviewed a few of them on the podcast. So, uh, I think it has played a huge role. That's all I can tell. Yeah. All right. So in this season, I actually decided to try something new, like, you know, the rapid round mm-hmm. questions. And it's more like a one-liner uh, answer that you can give. So mm-hmm. uh, let's get started on that. Uh, so if not InfoSec, right, then what profession would you have chosen and why? Uh, yeah, sort of going off my earlier statement, astrophysics or uh, or quantum mechanics, one of those, probably research. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So that's something that... Uh, interested you for a long long time right yeah and it's still kind of a passion but it's a side thing now oh okay 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 all right that sounds like a very interesting career you would have had either ways yeah exactly yeah Uh, who's the person that you go to uh, who usually motivates you uh, when you're feeling low on motivation you know there's no single person I find it's at least in my experience right personal experiences vary but I find it's better to have a, a sort of group of folks that you can go to uh, based on the kind of problem you're having and you can essentially draw on the expertise the community is one great example but even on your personal life you do the same thing right different people have strengths in different fields so there's no single person there's quite a few friends i would go to i would i would definitely call out folks i currently work with like sahir for example there's sudarshan uh, is another one he was our red team lead at smokestream he's he's been quite a good guy and I know you've spoken to Angelina. She's a great person, you know, uh, to bounce ideas off of. I'm sure I'll offend somebody if I don't name them. The list goes on. Yeah, yeah. I know it's usually like a big list of people who we look for motivation from. Exactly. Cool. All right. So uh, what is it one thing you love about uh, InfoSec and uh, one thing that you dislike? Uh, The one thing I love is that, uh, you know, despite all the setbacks, think about it. We've had like, 25 years, maybe more that we've been trying to improve things and we've made steady progress, but despite all the setbacks, like it seems like there's an infinite source of motivation in the industry. People never give up, which is fantastic. I love the energy that, you know, people stay up till 1am. Like how many other industries do you know that people voluntarily work till 1am, you know, things that I think we could do better is probably a little less gatekeeping because I do see that with a lot of new entries to the industry, right? Where they feel like they're being talked down to because they don't have that level of expertise yet. I think as a community, that's something we could, as an industry rather, that's something we could improve on. But we've made good strides on that also. So I'm sure it will improve as we go. All right, all right. Okay, so is there any specific advice that you want to give out to folks uh, who are starting out in the industry or folks who are already in the security industry? I think I'll essentially make it two categories of advice. One is don't just learn theory, practice, right? That's something I stumbled on early in my career where I could have spent more time actually doing stuff, you know, in the lab or at work or wherever. And I probably focus a little bit more on theory. And again, this is one of those things where you can learn from other people's stumbles, spend a lot of time also getting practice. And the other one would be that, uh, you know, build a community of folks that you feel comfortable reaching out to when you're facing problems. 
because we can all excel in our fields, but it's always good to have a strong support system that you can reach out to when you have trouble. But otherwise, yeah, I think there's plenty of good guides in the industry. There's not too many folks that would need more sources of advice from me. Yeah, yeah. I think now it's a lot easier because you have a lot of resources available and there are yeah. a lot of people who can actually guide you on to how to go about it, right? So uh, that's the advantage yeah. folks now have. Yeah, and if they can't figure out where to get started, right, just find your local NAL community or the nearest one, right? And Or InfoSecuita if you're in a small town. Yeah, yeah, true. All right, uh, that's pretty much what I had. Uh, thank you so much, uh, for taking time to be here. Is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners with regards to your experience of working in the industry? Nothing specific. Uh, like I said, you know, it's just been great to have uh, folks that are supportive in the industry, folks that are supportive in the community. And yeah, thanks again, Shruti, for having me on. I know it's been some trouble with, uh, as I've been relocating internationally, it's been some trouble for us to schedule this, but thanks again for having me on. All right, no worries. Uh, thank you so much for coming here and sharing your experience. Uh, it was lovely having you here. Thanks so much, Ruthi. That was it for today, listeners. I hope you enjoyed learning about Kushagra's journey. In case you want to reach out to him, you can find him on LinkedIn. I have shared his details in the episode description. Also, you can now leave a review for each episode on the Spotify app. So do let us know what your thoughts are on this episode. And if you are an Apple podcast user, don't forget to leave us a review there. Stay tuned for our next guest. Until then, stay safe and take care.